0: This is the NH Experience. experience.
1: Wake your goat mouth ass up. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this is coming down through the audience. (laughs) You
0: know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Thank you because (laughs) now.
0: Do you know we're the greatest country in the United States in the world because we have the United States military? Yes, this is the greatest 60 minutes of your week in the country of the United States. Yes, indeed. The voice of radio, the face of television, Nick Hamilton, the loud mouth is returned alongside the first lady of the show from the red carpet to the radio, Ari Rose. And of course, the producer extraordinaire, Jake Warner. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on the planet. Hope everybody had a great weekend and a great start to the brand new week.
2: If it's going on in the world of sports and entertainment, you know, Nick Hamilton is going to speak on it. It's
3: time to get it poppin'.
0: Lots to talk about on this episode. What's going on, good people?
3: Hey,
4: hey, hey! Uh, where's my engineer to the stars? Now I'm getting upset. See, usually Ari complains that she hears it, and then I don't hear it. I'm gonna complain. But hello.
0: Well, you, you you write write it in a memo and send it to me, and I'll wow. try to have wow. my people review it. This is it.
4: how we're starting the show already. I'm already bitter right now. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm here.
0: Are you are you are you really bitter?
4: I'm upset. You must,
2: must be a Chargers fan.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. You know. Already I, shots fired. I just don't feel good today. I I don't wanna talk much, but you know, I, I had a good weekend. You, <laughs> you know.
0: still you still feel the effects two days I, later, huh? That's what the Chargers did yeah, to you?
4: Something like that, man. But we don't need to talk about that right now. You know, he I yeah, I've right. had larynxitis
2: since Sunday at 7 30. <laughs>
0: Can, can, oh we, can, can we just? I, I, I can't wait. We'll get into yeah. that momentarily. Yes, please. Thank uh, you. For those that may not know, Ari Rose is a our residential Niners fan, and of course, Jake Warner is our residential Chargers fan, and the <sighs> two collided on Sunday night and a Sunday night affair. We'll get into that momentarily. But first and foremost, of course, all the talk of the weekend goes to the one and only the comedic genius himself, Dave Chappelle, who actually hosted SNL over the weekend. To me, I thought he had one of the funniest monologues. The only dude that could carry a monologue for 15 minutes and knock it out the park. Um, there's been some, of course, there's some backlash when it comes to Dave Chappelle uh, because of the the type of jokes that he ran off. Take a listen to some of the audio. Uh, and you judge for yourself. Here's the audio from Dave Chappelle.
1: I've probably been doing this uh, 35 years now. And early in my career... I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together in sequence. And those words are the and juice. <laughs> I've never heard someone do good after they said that. <laughs> Kanye's gotten into some scrapes before. Normally when he when he's in trouble, I pull up. I pull up immediately. This time I was like, you know what? Uh, let me see what's gonna happen first. I just wanna see, I just wanna see where this is all going. <laughs> I can't even remember how it started. Vaguely, I remember it started with a tweet, strange tweet. It was like, um, I'm feeling a little sleepy.
4: I'm gonna give me some rest, but when I wake up, I'm gonna go DEF
1: CON 3. On the Jews! And then he just went to bed. I was up all night worried. What is he gonna do to the Jews? I grew up around Jewish people. I have a lot of Jewish friends. So I'm not freaked out by your culture. I know a little bit about it just from hanging around. i be like, yo, yo, let's go out at school tomorrow. They'd be like, we can't go out at Sha tomorrow. I'd be like, where? What? <laughs> what is Sha <Shana-na? laughs> I had so many questions. Why do some of your people
0: dress like Run DMC? <laughs> and of course, that was courtesy of NBC and Saturday Night Live. To me, where's the lie? Like, to me, I think the only way you can really disseminate information and make people think is through either cartoons or comedy. And if you got people thinking through comedy or cartoons, it it, kind of is the juice that that you put on top of the medicine to make it go down easier without a bad aftertaste, okay? It makes you think a little bit better. It makes you think a little deeper because you're so busy laughing, but then you remember what what you're able to retain from the time that you listen or watch whatever you watch. And to me, listen... Dave Chappelle is who he is. People love him. He is the comedic genius that he is. Um, I love the skits on SNL, especially with the, the Game of Thrones. I forgot what the, the Dragon show. I don't even watch that crap, so I can't tell you what it was. But the funniest crap when they had uh the, the bass head dude from back from Chappelle show, they even put Rick James in the, in the skit. They had the they had the time haters. Well, man, Donald Raleigh's and him and Ice-T even made an appearance from the time haters. (laughs) I mean, it was it was hilarious. But his monologue to me, I didn't find I don't see what the offense is about. No, I'm not of Jewish descent. So I'm not trying to sound like I'm speaking for a whole community. But what I'm saying is what he was saying. Where is the lie? That's all I want to know. Where is the lie? Because it was funny. It was timely. And he was Right. Kanye is off his freaking rocker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was off his rocker. Like you don't say, you don't classify a whole group of people and just leave it at bay. Like, okay, leave it for interpretation. That's not a smart thing to do for any group of people. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, I think he talks about, I think one of the things he talks about is like in the climate that we have today, you know, like is it, it's, it's crazy to say certain things in the times that we live. And again, we go back and we've talked about this when we've addressed Kyrie last week. It's like, if you're going to have this audience, you have to think before you speak. I understand that there's no lie in it, but if you know everyone's going to take something and pull it apart and create their own context around it and put their opinions on it, you have to be careful with what you're saying.
0: But are we too sensitive as a society? Have we gotten too soft and sensitive? Yes. Hell yes. yeah, we have. And this is what I'm saying. There, I, I did not hear... Any anti-Semitic type of rhetoric come out of Dave Chappelle's mouth versus that documentary that Ky- that Kyrie tweeted out that did have uh, quite a bit of anti-Semitic uh, uh, and very harmful and dangerous rhetoric in that documentary.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go back. It's like we live in a society where now people get offended if I say I'm Latina. You're not Latina. You're Latinx. No, I'm Latina. <laughs> okay, I'm Latina. I'm born and raised like like that's what I am. You we live in a society where they want to cancel Speedy Gonzalez and Pepe Le Pew. Like <laughs> let's keep it real. People are just trying to find anything. It's like people are so bored they just want to hear themselves speak. Mm-hmm. Yes, obviously, like certain things you, you can't be saying racist slurs like are the LA Council people, like things like that. Yeah, like that needs to be aired out and whatever, but I just feel like everyone's just oversensitive on a lot of issues.
0: Yeah, I think I mean if you fart sideways over ice cream music, people go get offended behind that. Like it's it's just it's gotten out of hand. Like there's no threshold of like okay, what are the rules? What are the lines that you can't can't cross? I mean it's just it's yeah. it's, it's, it's so many blurred lines. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's got it's taking the fun out of certain things. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Not when not it comes to comedy,
2: it's, it's taking the fun out of comedy.
0: Well, you know, and, and no. I agree with all of that. And here's here's
4: my beef with a lot of these things, uh, with, with people getting upset about the stuff Chappelle said. Jackie Mason, a known racist Jewish, com- uh, Jewish comedian, and Mel Brooks played off of so many stereotypes for his movies. I laughed at all of them: Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs. You know where he used black stereotypes to make jokes in movies. Were black folks upset and talking about canceling Mel Brooks? Hell no. We all laughed at it. Why? Because there's pain in comedy. That's what makes comedy so great. We can laugh at our pain and make it tolerable. Now, the thing with Chappelle, he's not afraid. And people don't like that he's not afraid. He'll speak his mind. And people want to control people like Kanye and, and Kyrie Irving and Dave Chappelle. But... Anybody that will speak their mind and they're unabashed and not scared, they're going to try and cancel them. Chappelle said nothing wrong. If anything, if anything, you know, where he, where he made the comment of, why, why do your people dress like Run DMC? I can see where some people would get offended by that, but it's <laughs> jokes. I mean, I laughed. I ain't going to lie. Call me anti-Semitic, I guess. But, yeah, we, we are getting way too sensitive as a society, and, and, and it yeah. needs to stop. We need to stop that cancel culture ASAP.
0: Of it. Stop, stop!
2: Stop getting so offended. Laugh a little bit. Right. It's jokes. Everything.
0: Yeah. I mean, I listen, I laugh all tired weekend because once again, the Cowboys are an accident waiting Ooh, to happen. Man. And once again, they blew an opportunity to win a ball game on the road, possibly a must-win game that could possibly dictate where they're going to rank mm. when it comes to the playoff picture because when you have the Eagles and the Giants who have also continued to win... That puts the Dallas Cowboys' loss at a very, very high altitude when it comes mm-hmm. to panic mode in Big D. Because listen, they blew an opportunity. I mean, they blew a fourteen-point lead, committed nine turnovers. Mm. You cannot trust this team in the clutch. Nope. You, know, you paid Dak Prescott all this money to go fourth and three and on other opportunities to to win ball games, and you don't utilize him.
2: You know, not to be off-topic, but just random. Side note, you know who always blows like leads like that? The Raiders. But anyways, uh, yes, continue on.
0: <laughs> Wow. On that note, but like I said, I mean, this was a must-win game. When you look at, I mean, Green Bay ran the ball just to slow down the pass rush for the Cowboys, right? Because they knew they had rookie receivers. Aaron Rodgers knew he had rookie receivers. He didn't have any, any veteran receivers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Devontae Adams is with the Raiders, as you mentioned. Um, and they and and they and you let Aaron Rodgers beat you with rookie wide receivers. Yep. And you couldn't capitalize even in the overtime period. Yep. This is why I said it is false hope. It is it is foolishness and presumption to think that this team is Super Bowl bound. If you're o- o- Odell Beckham Jr., you're looking at this game and looking at this team and saying, Do I really want to come to Dallas potentially to spend the next two to three years? And mediocrity and, and hype. He should be a rapper if he wants all the hype and the, and the fame. <laughs> just go be a rapper because you know, that's all you're gonna get in Dallas.
4: Well, that's the thing with, with with Jerry Jones. You know, it's Super Bowl or bust, and he's created this atmosphere with the, the the Cowboy fans, which are as myopic as Raider fans, where they always think they're gonna go to the Super Bowl every year. They could be two and fifteen. This is our year, still, man. All we need is shut up. You know that, and, and that's the thing. Cowboys aren't going nowhere. They're not built for the Super Bowl. They overpaid for a lot of pieces on that team, and, and, and this madness needs to stop. If anybody in the NFC East is going to do anything, it's definitely going to be the Eagles or the Giants.
0: Plain this well. I took well. You talk about Super Bowl expectations, and the Buffalo Bills have definitely Ooh. had a Super Bowl expectations since before the yep. preseason. And I'm I'm sorry, this was the game of the year. Buffalo at against yes. Minnesota in Buffalo at Orchard Park. This, this game should probably win an ESPY for game of the year because, <laughs> damn it, it was especially the entire game, but especially in that fourth, the latter part mm. of that fourth quarter. Yes. When you had an opportunity, Buffalo had chances to win this game and Seven. put it away. Mm-hmm. Right. The defense in the last part of the fourth quarter, when Minnesota was, when, uh, Kirk Cousins, let me tell you something. You know, sleep on Kirk Cousins if you want to. Think he's washed if you want to. Kirk Cousins is a smart quarterback. Because you know what smart quarterbacks do? They go to their man. They go right to their, 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 their intended target. Mm-hmm. When you look at Patrick Mahomes, what does Patrick Mahomes do in the clutch? Goes to Travis Kelsey. Tua goes to his his, his, his wide receivers. When you, look at, when you look at uh uh Jimmy G, where does he go to? His trusted, his trusted either running backslash wide receiver. And now he has Christian McCaffrey, which we'll get into later. Yeah. When you look at smart quarterbacks, what where do they go to? their clutch receivers or their clutch individual that they know is going to get them yardage and keep the ball moving. Where did Kirk cousins go to Justin Jefferson, who was a top notch wide receiver. I don't want to hear any more arguments, argue with your mama, argue with your grandma, argue with your grandpa's feet. I don't want to hear anything about Justin Jefferson, not being the number one best wide receiver in the league because he proved it yesterday because that is exactly when it was came, when it came into the clutch. We talk about clutch situations. We talked about the Cowboys, you know, tricking off opportunities. Well, the Minnesota Vikings did not trick off opportunities because when you look at what they had to to, to deal with, I mean, Josh Allen looked like he's regressed since Brian Dable moved on to the New York Football Giants. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Josh Allen is missing something. Are they requiring Josh Allen to do too much in Buffalo, which is why he had an opportunity to win the game after the defense played lights out in that last drive in the fourth quarter when Minnesota was trying to score the ball and they stopped him. And they were in the end zone and Josh Allen has butterfingers and fumbles the ball where the Minnesota Vikings took over and scored a touchdown to get the lead. We always say
4: pressure versus the pipes, man. And I think Josh Allen is feeling the pressure of being a Super Bowl contender. He's not used to this kind of pressure. And you can see it now. You can see this team falling apart at the wrong time. You know, everybody had them. You know, they believe their own hype. You got all these fans out there breaking tables with their bodies, having fun in the 8-degree weather and Super Bowl bound. But they've been exposed. And here's the thing. When you have more spotlight on you, more people are going to focus on you, more people are going to do their homework on you. The Minnesota Vikings absolutely did their homework on, on on the Buffalo Bills. As is the rest of the league. The rest of the league is catching up with them and Super Bowl maybe from their living room because it's not going to happen this year for the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Facts.
0: Love <laughs>
2: well, that.
0: I mean, when you look at look at look at the stats. I mean, I believe it's poor coaching by Sean McDermott. Yes. And then also, too, look at look at the, the, the QBR. In the first half, pass, excuse me, pass rating was 68.0 in the first half, 59.9 in the second half in overtime, yep. which tells me it's too much responsibility for Josh Allen's shoulders. Yep. He kind of reverted. It reminded me of his rookie year in that second year. He was just trying to find his way and try to figure out things. It seems like he's reverted back to that. And the reason why, and, and, and to me, again, another squad that OBJ could be looking at, are the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Wow. And if I'm and if I watched that loss yesterday, where they had no, no reason to lose that game? When you had when you had uh uh Justin Justin Jefferson, you had Dalvin Cook who were the dynamic duo of the game.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh do you think the Rams miss Kevin O'Connell's play calling now? Uh, big, big time. <laughs> big time. Just
4: saying. Big time.
0: (laughs) Just saying. I mean, I'm sure the Buffalo Bills will get it together um, because they do, like like Sean McDermott said on Sunday, they're going to go through adversity. Every team goes through adversity. It's not just going through adversity, but how you respond to it and how you rebound out of it to be able to get back on the winning side of the football. And they've struggled against the Jets. Now they've struggled and lost against the Minnesota Vikings. How do they turn it around? They also have to make sure that Josh Allen is healthy as well because I know – that elbow, we saw countless throws where he would mm-hmm. misthrow, overthrow yep. his receiver, throw it sideways as if he was a pitcher in the ninth inning trying to do a sidearm curveball or throw a four <laughs> seam and try to strike the the, the the opposer out. I mean, it's absolutely insane over there. Absolutely. Um, but it's going to be interesting moving down the stretch to see how they, how they fare out between because it's going to be a neck-and-neck neck, uh, battle between Kansas City and Buffalo for that number one seed in the AFC as they go down to the playoffs with – pretty much 50% uh, of the season up under us. Now let's get to the Sunday night game that everybody's don't waiting we gotta on in San Francisco. Nope. Don't we have to break nope. now? No? No? Yeah. No. You, know, you know who needs to break? You know who needs to break? Who needs to break, man? Your boy, your boy Brandon Staley. That's <sighs> who needs to break. He needs a smoke break.
2: Jake, what happened with the game?
0: I don't know. We need to go to break, y'all. We got to go to break.
2: What? I mean, you text me. And you said you had laryngitis. <sighs> Jake was um,
0: talking. Hey, man, she get you, bro. She but, listen.
2: I, I found out the Niners won because of Jake's text. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I, I assumed
4: you were good. watching. I didn't know you had an award show. Yeah, I was. At I wouldn't have bothered you. That I
2: couldn't be on ESPN in the middle. Of the <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll sure, say you could. You can sneak down. You got to put your phone down near your near your knee, and yeah. then you just got to look but at it real quick. Yeah.
2: Saying, football's not the same if you're not hearing it. But, anyways, Jake, I don't want to take too much time. Like, Jake, what what happened? Uh, I don't how, know. Did, how did the, how did you guys lose
4: that? Uh-huh. <laughs> I do what you talking about.
0: There were, there were or, other games right, we could right, discuss you, right now.
2: Oh, He's still got Larry
3: Go ahead. I'll break this one. it down. You guys I'll go break ahead. it down, too. So,
0: here's the thing: Sunday night football, obviously, <laughs> uh, the Chargers are, have lipped into Levi Stadium because they were without Keenan Allen, who's been nursing a hamstring injury, no Mike Williams, obviously, no Joey Bosa on defense. And apparently, Khalil Mack decided he wanted to show up finally. Uh -uh. Uh, And so, listen, the San Francisco 49ers are loaded and stacked. Yes, they are. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, the dynamic duo. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is one of the most patient runners. He looks to make sure that holes are found. I wasn't too impressed by Debo Samuel, especially in that first half. I I felt like Debo was trying to not play hero ball, but kind of find his rhythm. He's trying to do too much. Well, because of I mean you got to get adjusted to Christian McCaffrey being on that squad, mm-hmm. right? Because now you got to figure out what your rhythm is going to mm-hmm. be, your timing, things of that nature. But the second half, he really turned it on. Um, listen, can we put some respect on Jimmy G's name? Can people finally put some respect on his name? Yes. The only thing to me that co- that concerned me about Jimmy G is when the Chargers actually pressured him in those third down situations, in those in those third down and longs, third and short uh situations where jimmy g was throwing the ball on the ground he thought the receiver he thought the field was actual receiver when he overthrew (laughs) his receivers at times um but to me the defense is really the san francisco 49ers defense really stepped up in the clutch and they really made sure they pressured uh they pressured the 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 chargers offense okay absolutely brandon brandon staley has no business being a head coach I think Brandon Staley is an excellent coordinator. He has no business being a head coach because once again, another questionable call late in the fourth quarter on fourth down going forward deep yeah. in 49ers territory, which means if you don't capitalize, not only do the chains don't move, the Niners take over on downs, which means all they have to do is play clock management, take a knee and the game is over. And that's exactly what happened. And, and he's been just it. Doing- I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick. No, I'm saying Justin Herbert is a franchise quarterback. Okay, I know there's been a lot of hate from guys like Emmanuel Acho who want to bring out the pom-poms on Tua Tagovailoa and, you know, be on his planners for a moment. But I'm saying Justin Herbert is the guy that deserves much better than what he's been getting. Agreed. And I do believe that Brandon Staley is feeling the effects of Sean Payton breathing down his neck. Good. Because th- he is now coaching for his job and making sure his key card works next season, which I don't believe that they're going to even make the playoffs this year. They will not. I don't believe, and I think Tommy T, better known as, as Tom Telesco, who's the current GM, will be fired. I believe Brandon Staley will be fired, especially if they're able to secure the services of Sean Payton. And I think the next GM of the Los Angeles Chargers should be Lewis Riddick you have that dynamic duo with Justin Herbert and get Justin Herbert some significant weapons that can stay healthy an entire season and fire that sorry-ass training staff, you might be on to something. Yes, get
4: rid of uh, the, the, the strength and conditioning coaches and that entire training staff. Because every year, year after year after year after year, all their key players get hurt. Every year. You know, they're always picked to do great and they get hurt. So take them with them. They can go too.
0: But i tell you what, the San Francisco 49ers are a very scary team in the NFC. I know we talk about the Giants and the Eagles, and you're looking at the Seattle Seahawks who've had some success. But I'm telling you, once they get rolling, as they're getting their guys back healthy, even though they lost Jason Perrette, which is nothing new, that's pretty much their handicap logo uh, in the parking lot of Jason (laughs) Perrette. But other than that, I think this San Francisco 49ers team is legit. Once they continue to figure things out and get guys healthy, they are going to be a beast in the playoffs. Let me tell you
2: yes um but uh let's go to a break so that my friend over here can have some tea maybe he'll get his voice back
0: after this <sighs> coming up on the other side of the break no, I don't uh, unfortunately <laughs> we'll talk about black panther 2 wakanda forever forever ever forever ever breaking <laughs> records also the democrats retain the house how does that affect 2024 all that and more coming up on the other side of the break you're checking out the nh experience here on sirius xm Snap radio 145 keep it locked I don't know why I'm doing that noise. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua to Tungle by Yo, Sway Calloway. This
4: is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Everyone. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio
0: Serious XM. Yeah.
5: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick.
3: but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
6: I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities.
2: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
6: Slam Radio, what's up? From
3: Enrique Santos, 1249? 24 9 Latino. That's what you find, just us. It's comedy,
0: is hilarious. Look yourself in the mirror. Tell me time's take like the scariest for me. Drop an album after album like it's a various on this compilation. So,
5: yeah, Half and Half was one of my most favorite projects. We did 91 episodes in four seasons. Loved the show. We would have continued, but as you guys know, UPN went uh, under. They kind of got absorbed into to what became the CW, Um, and so we were cut short. But at the time, I spent more time in my office, (laughs) I'm sorry, not not in my office, on the stage, which I consider my office, my learning office, than I ever spent in my dressing room, just because we always had so much fun. Valerie Pettiford, Helma Hopkins, Chico Benjamin, Rachel True, Alec mappa it really was a joy and a pleasure every single day to go to work. I never wanted to be in my dressing room I always wanted to be on stage, whether I was in a scene or not in a scene, whether I'd seen it and we'd rehearsed it five times or 10 times, it didn't matter. I laughed every time because it was just such a blessing and a joy.
0: Back with you here on the NH Experience here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA as well as on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213 You can also follow Ari Rose at I am Ari Rose on all social media platforms, as well as Jake Warner at Big Brother Jake. Make sure you check out Ari Rose's brand new podcast, available on all streaming platforms every monday as well as my man jake warner's brand new podcast that, that drops every thursday available on all streaming platforms yeah, yeah. and then for your and also to your gateway to sports pop culture entertainment politics community tech all rolled into one make sure you check out nightcastmedia.com that is nightcastmedia.com the audio you just heard was an exclusive with actress extraordinaire essence atkins to hear the full interview segment make sure you check out youtube.com slash experience tv that is youtube.com slash experience tv subscribe download click the like button and share the interview itself now before i went to break wakanda forever obviously shattered uh box office records which it was expected to because of the highly anticipated sequel Uh, That did not, unfortunately, feature Chadwick Boseman uh, due to his untimely death um, after he had had a a long battle uh, with cancer, unfortunately. Uh, But it still shattered box office records uh, with a one hundred and eighty million dollar opening U.S., which led to about a three hundred plus million dollar opening globally. Um, Everybody rushed to the movie theater this weekend. A range of emotions uh, when you watch this film. For those of you who have not watched it yet, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. All I'm going to say is there's a range of emotions. You will be laughing. You will cry. You will be upset. You will be intrigued. There's a lot of different elements to this film. And I have to give my hats off to Ryan Coogler because what he had to deal with to make this film, uh, I can't even uh, uh, imagine the pressures that were placed on his shoulders, especially trying to build a film without Chadwick Boseman, uh, who was so successful in the franchise itself. Um, And and him also losing a friend in Chadwick Boseman to be able to be focused on this film. I will say this much. I think Angela Bassett deserves an Oscar nod for her performance in this film. I thought she did an exceptional job. I thought she should at least get a Golden Globe Award uh, for this film. Some type of award for this film. Definitely NAACP Image Award uh, for this film, because I think she portrayed an excellent character. Uh, there are some surprises in this movie that you're going to be uh very intrigued to check out. Um and you can find my full review of nightcastmedia.com, uh, which I dropped. I talked about the movie. I saw the movie last Monday uh during a screening. And uh even though it's two hours and 41 minutes, it doesn't feel like two hours and 41 minutes.
2: Jesus, three-hour film?
0: You don't feel it though. Trust me, you don't feel it. And you you they do a good job honoring Chadwick Boseman in the film. I will say that much. I think they do a really good job honoring him. Um, right. No, but it was sad. I was sad. I mean, because it did. It, it still doesn't feel real to me. It's almost like Kobe Bryant, right? It just it, at times it doesn't feel like Kobe is gone. It just feels like he's chilling somewhere. Like he just mm-hmm. doesn't want to. He wants to be left alone, like and just chill out. Because we've been we've been seeing it. We watched him grow up here in Los Angeles, right? Right. So it feels like people just take a break. Like Beyoncé, sometimes Beyoncé will take a break. She'll drop an album, go on tour and then she'll she'll disappear for like 6 months. Right. And then she'll come back. You like, "Damn, where's Beyoncé?" "Oh, okay, here she goes." But oh you know, God. just people just... <laughs> Yeah, right. Right. So it feels like it feels like Chadwick Boseman is still around. He's just like chilling, right? Like he's like, "Okay, I'm 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 burned out. I need a break." Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what it feels like. That's what it felt like.
2: Yeah. And exactly. you you don't some deaths are just so much more impactful. You know what I mean? They're,
3: yeah.
2: I'm not saying like death isn't hard, but some it's mm-hmm. just a harder pill to swallow. And I think this one is definitely one of those where it yeah. impacted so many people. Um, I definitely want to go watch it. Though I didn't know it was three hours, so now that's great to know because I'll have to block out half of my day to go watch it. <laughs>
0: it's it's about two hours, forty-one minutes, and you add 20 minutes for preview. So yeah, it's about. All in all, it's about three hours, but again, you don't even realize, because remember, the first movie was long, too. The first movie was almost two and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, most of the end game was long, you know, uh, you know, a lot of the the Marvel movies are long, but you don't feel them because you're so into them.
2: Mm I'm definitely going to go watch it. Did you watch it yet, Jake?
4: I have not seen it yet, but I plan on going. I've been busy. I've been busy. You know, it's hard. It's hard to get out. Uh, (laughs) Well,
0: well, I tell you people who have gotten out are the voters because now we we pretty much realize that the Democrats are going to retain the House. We know the Republicans are going to run the Senate, but Democrats retain the House. Um but here's the interesting part Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker oh are, are 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 going to a runoff. <sighs> How the hell did people vote? Or not For vote Herschel at this Walker, point, my God. With the, how do you vote? I, I I I get it and I don't get it. But, but this this sets up for an interesting 2024, don't you think?
4: Absolutely it does. And here's the thing, man. It's blind allegiance to being a Republican or a Democrat. It's that simple. Sometimes you don't give a damn if it's just a piece of paper on the wall, you know. But if it says Republican on it, I'm going to blindly vote. Democrats do the same thing. That's why I'm independent. But that's the problem with people. Everybody wants to ride so hard for a party that really don't care about them. Both sides, okay? So I only care about who has... Our best interest, which a lot of politicians don't. Herschel Walker has shown time and time again that he's been a hypocrite. He's shown time and time again he's not mentally fit to run for, for 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 the government. So here's the thing: when this guy says the United States, uh, you know, the best country in the United States or whatever he said, and, and, and talking about you know how he's a Christian and does all this, and we find out he has like twenty-four, eleven million abortion uh, payoffs. Like, how is this guy stable enough to run? You know, and I, you know, I, I'm pro-choice, so I'll get, I'll put that out there. But uh, to me, people just have blind allegiance, and that that's across the board, and that's why the voting system's so flawed now. Not enough choices, and it's blind allegiance. I
2: mean, and I mean, we had Donald Trump for president,
4: right? <laughs> I
2: mean, he was the "you're fired" guy for years on TV. And he ended up being our president. You have Kanye West wanted to run for president. Now rumors of Kris Jenner possibly running for president like but <laughs> the U.S. is just a shit show, to be honest.
0: What happens in 2024? In your If You know, Ron DeSantos is probably going to be the majority of the GOP favorite he to will. run for president. Yep. Uh, what do you think? How does that affect, especially coming out of Florida? We all know what happened what, what's going on in Florida But from your perspective, are you being a voter, obviously, and you being in tune with what's going on? What do you feel like DeSanto is this? Do we get a Republican president in 2024? Do we stick with Jim Crow Joe?
2: Man, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like, see, here's the deal, okay? I think it's hard to believe anybody, okay? Because Mm -hmm. everyone puts on a show during campaign time. Everybody steps their game up. Everybody Mm -hmm. promises everything you you vote for the best one and then it's like it's like throwing the dart with your eyes closed and hoping it hits the bullseye and most of the time it's not even gonna hit the freaking board right so it's like you you just gotta make it we gotta make the decisions the best that we can do our research but is that even enough because you really don't even know what people stand for or or who you're really putting in office and that's the that's the truth like i voted I took my time, I did my research, I read my pamphlets, went online, researched people, what they did, had conversations about it with my with my publicist, who is very, you know, this is my first time voting in LA this year, mm-hmm. doing my research, having her give me a background on certain people and her thoughts on that, talk to my mom. You know, I was very involved. I take it very serious, my voting rights. But then there's pros and cons to everything. You don't really know what people are really like at the end of the day. You don't know who they really are when they're in bed Mm -hmm. going to sleep. The thoughts go through their mind. You think people are good and next thing you know, it comes out that they're having racist conversations. I don't know. I I really like, it's one of those things where I vote, but I've kind of lost hope in what the future holds for us.
0: But how much responsibility should we take to hold these people's feet to the fire? Because I feel like, we don't we don't do our job. Right. And, and what I mean by that is people are quick to complain. Right. But they don't want to do a damn thing to change. Meaning they don't. OK, you vote for candidate X or candidate Y. Right. But then, OK, let's say you, you your, your candidate loses. Right. So then, like you said, you do the research. You find out what candidate Y did. to got in. Right. Or candidate X got did to get in. Right. But you don't hold their feet to the fire. You don't do anything to say, okay, you said you were going to do this. Right. So why aren't you doing this? And you get a coalition of people together to, to make a loud, a loud amount of noise to say, no, you said you were going to do this. And this is the problem I have with people because I'm like, look, okay, they everybody has a campaign. You do this, I'm going to do boo boo okay and you say okay well look let's try it out and see right yep. but if you don't hold somebody's feet to the fire then what 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 good is it yeah, and that's then, why I feel like people follow they have that excuse oh well they, they didn't they didn't do what they're supposed to but did you do what you were supposed to do
2: yeah but then but at the same time it's like we live in a society where the population doesn't get taken serious either you can show up and you can protest you can go to these you know, these meetings, these town hall meetings and all of this stuff, and it's like uh, I don't know. I hate politics. That's the honest truth. Like I do it because it's so important, but I literally hate politics.
0: Here's the what other- do you hate about politics? Real it, quick. I'm-
2: it just feels like there's never a good change. Like it, it just feels hopeless sometimes, if I'm being honest. And I'm sure the listeners listening, there's a few people, if not Many that feel the exact same way.
0: So how do you invoke how do you how do you invoke change?
2: That's a question. that's a great question because like I said, I can go to a town hall meeting and do some suggestions, I can start a protest, I can create a walk, I can do all this stuff. Is it really gonna change?
4: Well, what do you suggest? Here's the thing that that that's been lost on all of us. The politicians that we vote in the office work for us, okay? We don't work for them. And that's gotten lost somewhere along the lines uh, in the society where they think they're doing us a favor. We voted y'all in. Now, here's the thing. It's power in numbers. You know, Ari, you can go to a, 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 a council member's meeting. Nick, you can go and do a rally. I can do some stuff, but it doesn't matter if we don't do it in numbers. OK, and so many yeah. people are so comfortable with the way things are like I voted. I did my part. I'm in there. I'm guilty of it, too. I'm guilty of it. Right. But the thing is, they are playing a whole other ball game that we have no access to. This is a, like a, an exclusive elitist club that unless we get voted into it, you know, right. we have no say in anything. We can protest. We can do all these things. But if we just allow this to keep happening it's going to keep happening but we got to hold right. these politicians feet to the fire and we got to let it be known y'all work for us we voted y'all in you're not doing us the favor by 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 acting the way you're acting and that's what's gotten lost in this society Jake president
0: and i'm gonna tell you another thing that lost that both of y'all the both of y'all failed to mention for whatever reason i'm not saying you did it on purpose but the other thing that we have to focus on is economics because if we don't put our uh, pool, our economic resources in to get behind some of these candidates that we feel like we, that we voted for or we may believe in or believe in some of their principles and hold their feet. That's another way of holding accountability, because when you put money behind stuff, people listen. And if enough people pull their, re- their economic resources together and say, OK, look, we put this so much behind your campaign, let's say it's 15 of us and we each put in, let's say, three or four thousand dollars, right, a piece which adds to a significant sum when you got 15 people times three or 4,000, right? Right. Enough where you can say, well, look, we helped vote your ass in. If you don't do these plans that we have put in place for you to to reason why we're voting for you the next election, we're going to vote your ass out and we're going to go to your your, your your opposing candidate, and we're going to go to them the same freaking way. That's the only we, way I see major change happening. Not saying that what you said, Ari, is wrong. Not saying what you said, Jake, is wrong. I'm just saying adding on top of that, you have to another be economic. Solution. Exactly. It's, it's
2: another solution.
0: You know,
4: and, and here's the other thing we're, we're all missing out on, too. Who controls the votes more than the people, which the people really don't? Lobbyists. Lobbyists are the ones that make the laws. They influence the laws. They influence everything that goes on in the House, the Senate, the White House, the Capitol, everything. Everything. They are the sole reason why some of these people get in the office. So if you pull your money from those organizations that are lobbyists, that are creating these laws and influencing the laws and all the bills that are getting introduced, that's where the power is. Yeah, we can pull our money. I agree with you, Nick, but it's the lobbyists that have controlled government for the last 50, 60 years, okay? And as long as they have a continued say-so in what goes on in politics, because that's what I call it, everybody that thinks they have a a voice really doesn't. The lobbyists will. And that's where we got to pull the plug from them
0: to get that started. Well, I'm about to pull the plug on this because we're going to break, (laughs) y'all. Coming up on the other side of the break, tragic shooting. Loses Live of three in the University of Virginia. And also, will Adam, Adam Silver help Kyrie Irving get his job back? All that and more on the other side of the break. You're checking out the NH experience here on SiriusXM Slam Radio 145. Keep it locked.
2: This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
5: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
3: We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
6: I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning how you fall. It's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me yeah, it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me yeah. don't, it won't, be impossible and uh, in the word can't is the word can and the word don't is the word do and the word won't is the word won and in the word impossible is possible so what are you telling you telling them you, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger better stronger because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction see if you're always winning then you don't really understand what it is to win you, you got to take those losses you got to take those hits there's got to be the valleys the peaks the ups the downs in order for you to When it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique
3: Santos, 1-24-9,
2: Latino.
0: Welcome back to the NH Experience here on Sirius XM Channel 145. Make sure you check us out on all of the social media platforms, as well as nightcastmedia.com. Now, before the break, we talked about Kyrie Irving meeting with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, and apparently the meeting went positive and it was a step in the right direction because Adam Silver announced that he doesn't feel that Kyrie Irving is anti-Semitic or showed any signs of anti-Semitism during their lengthy meeting uh, behind closed doors, which is a positive sign, and this could help Kyrie Irving get his job back on the nba court which he should be able to play once again this man as i said last week should not be canceled but be educated if he's open and willing to be educated and this points signs in the right direction that he is at least open to listening to other ideas and and ideologies as far as helping him rebound for the mistake that he made uh weeks and weeks prior so we'll keep you posted on that story as it continues to develop uh unfortunately uh on sunday uh, there was a mass shooting at the University of Virginia that took the lives of three University of Virginia football players, uh, which is really unfortunate um, and, and truly, truly sad uh, when it comes to something like that. And I do not want to hear another conversation on gun control because this has nothing to do with gun control. You stupid ass idiots. You reactionary provocateurs out there that want to sit here and open up a conversation about taking the second amendment away from law-abiding citizens who have earned and deserve the right to carry arms and be responsible with those arms because every time you talk about gun control and every time we have these stupid ass lengthy conversations it does not affect the law-abiding citizens it, uh, it excuse me it does affect the law-abiding citizens It does not affect the criminals who still get access on the on the on the black market to access these semi-automatic and automatic weapons that cause these types of destructive behaviors when it comes to taking the lives of innocent people. So this is not about gun control. This is about responsibility and more so even mental health.
2: I I want I just want to know, do we even know why this happens? Like what? what, I mean, not that it makes it any better, but.
4: No, the, the, um, nothing's come out other than it's a former football player that that did the shooting. Yeah,
2: three. The, that, uh, oh, that, that did the shooting.
4: Yeah, it's former football player. So I, if I'm putting two and two together with my spidey senses, you know, there, there's something that happened between these four gentlemen that uh, you know, led to this tragic thing. And I'm with you, Nick. You know, every time something tragic happens that has to do with guns, uh, gun control is always brought up. I'm a proud gun owner. I have several firearms. I'm former military. And I, you know, I, along with everyone that that's responsible, you know, right. I don't have a problem with guns. But everybody wants to not really tackle the real issue. And it's something to do with their mentality. Something mental is wrong with somebody that wants to hurt someone to the point where they want to end their life. You know, that's what we need to get to the bottom of. Not controlling weapons. Because what if somebody was killing somebody with hammers? we going to get rid of all the hammers in the world? No, we're not.
0: Let's just be
2: real. Right.
0: It's getting out well, of uh, And according to the reports, uh, Christopher Darnell J- Jones Jr. allegedly shot and killed three people and injured two others uh, Sunday night. Um, and three of those people happen to be, uh, from the football victims, uh, from the university of Virginia football team, uh, our our prayers and condolences Mm -hmm. out to the families of those victims, uh, who were taken and those victims who were injured, uh, as a result of this this individual's uh, actions. Um, again, it's just, um, it's unfortunate. Um, it's sad. And once again, um, there's too many there's people there's
2: killing it. people, man. This is crazy. Like, no freaking value for human life anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know what of like, sick world we live in, but um, poor families, the mothers, I can't. It's just, it's devastating and depressing. And it's just so repetitive. We talked about this last week when we talked about the takeoff death and the funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you, we don't even have time to process it. We become so numb. It's just, oh, and another one, and another yeah. one, and another one. And. People are becoming numbers.
4: Yeah. It, we're just becoming desensitized to it. Oh, another shooting. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, you know, the, the kid that went on trial for killing those kids at the other school, I couldn't re- remember what school shooting it was because we have so many of them now. And, yeah. and that's what's sad. Mm-hmm. Like, which one was that again? Florida? Oh, oh I, okay. I get it. Yeah it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's sad. Yeah. It's very sad. Or, or like,
2: oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that one, too. Yeah. It's
0: like. Yeah. When does it end? When does the madness end? I don't know. Anyway. Well, something healthy and hearty. Uh, It is time for the moment's brunch. I smell what you got cooking in the kitchen, Jake. What's going to tap for this week? All right, let's do it. Bacon. (laughs)
3: It's always something to talk about. Let's check out the Moments Brunch. What's cooking this week, guys?
4: Apparently it's marijuana. I smell it. Because Universal recently released news <laughs> that they're releasing a biopic of the legendary rapper and mogul Snoop Dogg. How much oh are you looking god. forward oh to? See- <laughs> How much are you looking forward to seeing this film and who should star as Snoop Dogg? Oh my god. Snoop
2: should just be Snoop.
4: I say. Get an unknown actor, and I'll tell you why. Because it's Snoop's already unique in, in, in himself, and yeah. you don't want to distract from the story by getting somebody yeah. that's well known. I think they should just find, you know, have a casting call out there, uh, uh, some good actors that 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 resemble him, you know, and it doesn't take away from the story. That's like, that's like my guy. Thing.
2: The guy on TikTok that looks just like yeah,
4: him. <laughs> he, that
2: means like. Fitting image of
4: snoop yeah there's a guy from had, san bernardino yeah. that, that that imitates him really well too Maybe uh, him. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think i think it depends on how far back they go because they're gonna have to have a young snoop and then a current like an older snoop right so i think you <laughs> may have to have a casting call for two different snoops as far as how far back they go and then also too my concern is who do they bring in to fill the different roles who's going to play dr dre who's going to play easy e Who's gonna play Warren G and Nate Dogg? Yeah. Who's gonna play Daz and Corrupt? Because you and who's gonna play Suge Knight? Because you can't have obviously Tupac as well because you got to have Tupac yeah. in that story because he was the intricate part of Snoop's life when he came to Death Row Records. So, I think depending on how far back they go and then the emphasis of what the area, the the time period they're trying to kind of focus in on, I think that's going to be. Interesting to me. I think they should bring some of the characters back in the NWA Stray Out a Compton movie. I agree. I thought I, I was I, literally I thought,
5: thinking that right now.
0: <laughs> I thought Corey Hawkins played a great Dr. Dre. Yeah. Uh my man to play Easy E. You forgot Jason Mitchell. I think you <laughs> forgot he was Jason Mitchell because he got into that he, character. He, he really embodied well. that Easy E character.
4: Well, it's too bad they're not looking for Mac 10, because I could play that role pretty easy. Uh <laughs> moving on. <laughs> 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 moving on. This story got me so heated, I was like, Nick, we gotta talk about this. 21 Savage, Mr. Monotone, no-skill-having-ass 21 Savage, reportedly (laughs) says, Nas, Nas is not relevant in hip-hop. How the hell? This kid is feeling himself a little bit too much. They should have deported his ass back to to London where he was, you know, there the first time. They kept him there. Saying something like this, this is what's wrong with this younger generation. How do y'all feel about 21 Savage? What the hell kind of name is that? Disignoring and saying he's not relevant.
2: Yeah, well, t- tell us how you really feel, Jake. Oh, I,
4: I can go a whole hour on this because I'm tired of these youngsters disrespecting the the forefathers.
2: I'm, I'm like, I've never heard you talk so much on the show. <laughs> this this is amazing. Um, I don't know, man. I think he's just feeling himself because he's you know. Dick riding Drake right now and he feels like he's a part of something that yeah. you know he was a backup finger on <laughs> um, I just I don't like him
4: to begin with and Nick has left and the Nick building has left for <laughs> but that's the thing like where does 21 Savage get off at, at, at disrespecting Nas you know disrespect Kodak that. Black or someone like that or Lil Yachty or someone Nas is one of the forefathers man you can't be disrespecting one of the architects Yachty. of hip hop. Not little
2: Yachty, though.
4: Hey, you know <laughs>
2: he's just throwing all the
4: little, little. Can... All these guys with these <laughs> jacked up initial names, like I, I'm get off my lawn, hip hop guy. Now stay off my lawn. Keep it golden era. I'm sorry, I, I can ride with a lot of this new stuff, man, because you got a lot of great guys out here now, you know, but. 21 Savage has no room to talk. What what is his lyrical genius? What he has none. Skill set has none. And he's now going to be a has been. Don't disrespect Nas. I'm sorry. Can't do it. That's what I Jake
2: said. for president.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And that and that, my friends, is the moment's brunch.
0: <laughs> Yikes, man. All I can say is the disrespect Nas like that is completely disrespectful. Yes. That shows lack of your hip hop history. And it shows, and that's it's disrespectful to the art form because you can't sit up here and disrespect a legend, a lyrical legend like that. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, King's Disease Three is freaking fire. Yes. Um, Hit Boy has definitely helped Nas reemerge Man. into the culture. You know, as far as music wise, I.e. Boy, Hit it. Boy, from the because Nas biggest problem is choosing wrong producers. That's He's the never biggest. Been able yeah. to Choose. Yeah. Right. Producers. And he finally hooked up with hit boy and hit boy has been his Dr. Dre to Snoop, so to speak, has been his Timberland to Missy. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying like that has been the perfect blend of producers yep. and MC um, that you can find uh, when it comes to, to the art form. Yeah. So, you know, props to Nas was one of I
2: the. Jake, has the lore. Jake, well, Jake got in him. Go ahead, Jake. Well, Nas was one of the first
0: people in
4: hip hop to do an a whole album without having the same producers. Okay, and that's where his downfall was for a little bit. Nas could always spit, but his beat selection was really shaky. You know, trash at best. But hooking up with Hit Boy and IE Boy, like myself, you know, they've made magic together. Winning awards now. So Nas knows what he's doing. You can't disrespect the great Nas when your flow is trash. Your monotone <laughs> <sorry. roeawl> is <noises> what the hell are you saying, bro? Name me hey.
0: name me one classic that 21 Savage has, because I can name you a classic that Nas has, and that's I, it, I can structures.
4: name one thing I like about 21 Savage's music when it starts fading out. Because I don't know any damn <laughs> song she's ever done. And I'll say it, I don't care who said, I don't give a damn.
2: Nick has left the building, guys. Twice. (laughs) I just, I just want to end this on what happened to the laryngitis you had at the beginning of the show when we were talking about your sorry ass.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know, Ari, it's time to end the show now. I think uh, you know we're gonna end the show. That's a wrap, Uh, y'all. That's a wrap. wrap. Nick, take us home, please. Because I don't know why Ari's still talking and my mom and all my friends talking Niner, Niner Empire. I don't give a damn
0: about no Niner Empire. Okay, I'm done. Yes, you do. You mad. You salty. Your sodium levels is high today, Jack. So's my blood
4: pressure, <laughs> damn
0: it.
2: You saltier than a piece of ham. Maybe I am,
4: Sammy. <laughs> I'm going to treat you like 21 Savage in a minute. Nick, can we
0: please end the show? Oh, We're doing God, so well, sorry. Ari. Keep, We're just the, the doing so well. <sighs> the jokes just keep coming. The jokes just keep coming. I
4: quit. You know, I won't be back next I week. Know. I ain't coming back next week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey man it, it, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode if you missed any portion of this broadcast make sure you download subscribe to us on all streaming platforms It's iHeartRadio Apple Podcasts Google Play Spotify all for free 99 that is the best 60 minutes of your week has concluded thank you so much for tuning in take care stay sharp win and win like paper planes y'all
2: bye